Goodfellas, everybody. The Mafia series, part three. The Pod Squad is back. Check it out. Coming at you now. And uh, here we go. I like X Factor. Got it. There's always an X Factor. There is. It's not me. Uh, Yeah, you Uh, are. What are you talking about, dude? Yeah, I think you might be. We we missed you last week on uh, Revenge of the Nerds. Well, fuck. <laughs> not enough fucks in your podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think, yeah, we didn't meet the fuck quota last week. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That was I'll have to make up. up for it this fucking time. Yeah, this fucking week I'll I'll make up for it. There you go. I mean, there's you plenty know, of fucks in this. We might as well just stay in line with it. <laughs> All right, I'll start real quick. Stupid question: How many times do you think they say fuck in the movie? Oh, I know exactly times. how many it is. Oh, uh, you do? Uh, yeah. Is it, mo- is it more than Scarface or less? I don't oh, know. You just got to give me a number and I'll tell you. 80 times. No, no. it's got to be more than that. Really? Holy cow. Yeah. Come on, Joe Pesci's in here. 121 times. Holy fuck. Half of those go to Joe Pesci, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. You can easily tell him about that. That's so funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, man. You know, um, welcome back, everybody. Welcome to the show. Um, so, how's everybody doing? Raul the Zeltron? I'm doing good. Good, good. Special K? Yeah. Good, good. Glad to be here. Oscar the OG? Doing well, man. Excited to talk about tonight's choice. Film uh, choice here. And the legendary great Scott. Fucking great. Yeah. So, you know what I was thinking? I'm going to start penalizing people when they don't come on the show. They got to do a 30 second challenge. Ooh. So, oh. I, think, oh. I think paper, rock, scissors between Raul and Scott should be. Uh... <laughs> paper, I'm just rock, kidding. Paper, rock, I think I've done more than Raul. That's hmm. true. I, like I, I think you might have. Yeah. All right. So, you know what? I think. I, think, I, go, uh, I guess it goes to me. The movie Goodfellas, right? That, that's what it is tonight, Goodfellas. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yep. right behind you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and uh, um, yeah, just just a really quick reminder for all the new listeners that are out there. First of all, welcome if you're a new listener, but also, you know, we tend to spoil a lot of things for these movies, so you've been warned. Uh, we will be talking about Goodfellas tonight, and so uh, if you movie, hit pause, watch the movie, and come back to us. So you've been warned. You know, spoilers will will come will come through this podcast. Yeah. Guaranteed. Spoilage. Guaranteed. Right. And uh, here we go. The synopsis by V on Goodfellas. Goodfellas. A young man grows up in the mob and works very hard to advance himself to the ranks. He enjoys his life of money and luxury, but is oblivious to the horror that he causes. A drug addiction and a few mistakes ultimately unravel his climb to the top. Nice. Sounds like they were calling from prison, bro. And that's like exactly <laughs> what I wanted it to sound like. Because, you know, my man oh, spends man. a lot of time in jail. 
<laughs> you got to put in like, hey, do you accept this collect call? Boom. There you go. Right. <laughs> For real. From Henry Hill. Uh, all right. Uh, it's going to be Raul. Raul, you're going to do a 30 second challenge. I got a stop clock for you if you're ready. Okay, I'm ready whenever you are. All right, man. Here we go. 30 second challenge on Goodfellas. Three, two, one, go. So, Goodfellas is all about the story of a young kid who realizes that he wants to be a gangster. That's what he wants to be when he grows up. And right from the beginning, he starts getting a job, he starts knowing people. He's very charismatic. He gets in there and he goes and starts growing within the organization until he gets caught. And then after that, it's downhill from there, downhill yeah. all the way. Not bad. Not bad. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. That's a summary. Yeah. Yeah. Sums it's pretty it good. Yeah. There's a so, lot that, uh, that happens in this movie. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, there's, there's a, a lot, lot that happens in this movie. You need like three 30 second, you know, like instant challenges. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, real quick, I, my first question for everybody uh, Would you let your son work at a mafia shop? No, no way. No. I mean, I guess maybe back in the day it was different, but today, no way. No. Yeah, man. Okay. You got to get that boy that chancla every time he comes home from. <laughs> yep. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that's what he got. That's what that's what he got from his dad. He got a whooping from his dad. Oh, he did. Yeah, you're right. So, you know. Yeah. So. What about you, Scott? No. No. Nope. <laughs> He's like, no way. Wait, nope. you, you you asked you asked him as if you were expecting him to say yeah. Sure, why not? Yeah, I was <laughs> just saying if anyone was gonna be contrarian, like yeah, in context at that time, do you think it would have been something that unknowingly you probably would have done? Just no, thinking, I, think I would have back then they knew who they were in that shop in the pizza yeah. shop. Everything, every oh, yeah, everywhere. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think of like yeah. uh, Bronx Tale, mm-hmm. you know, I was hanging I out at that restaurant, that. yeah. Just how the dad was so adamant about it. I always remember that, yeah, that's true. I don't know how you could let your kid join the fucking mob, basically, what happened, man, yeah. I mean, given given the context of the time, you know, like poverty and everything. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. like, you know, Henry didn't have a, a good role model at home, you know, the father that he had. And so you can t- see that there, you know, the advantages of, of becoming part of that organization and the mob because they did take him in. You know, it was a little bit more welcoming. Right. Um, you know, obviously, I don't want your kids to be part of that because I think, you know, after watching stories and or hearing around what goes on in the neighborhood, you kind of be like, I don't want, I don't want to lose my family like that. So obviously it's a hard no, uh, you know, but I wonder how many families did have to go through that, you know, in the sense of, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. this is a true story, but um, it would be interesting to know, like if any others were part of it, maybe they got out or they were part of it and they, they stuck through it. So no, yeah. it's definitely a hard no. For you know, me. I, I think another aspect of the, the, of that same situation of what you're mentioning there, Oscar, is that, as, as immigrants, I think you, you come to this country and you want to find people that make you feel that you belong. Yeah. You know, whether, whether it be, you know, like the mafia or just like street gangs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they, make you, they make you feel like you belong. And then you're oh, yeah. part of the family. And so then whatever they do, you're, you're not going to rat them out or anything like that. 
and and you are you or it. aren't you? No, I'm just kidding. No, you're not. You're, <laughs> you're not. You're not going to rat them out because of your family. It depends on the charges. Depends on the deal you make with the DA. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead, Oscar. I think I know you got a. I think you have a similar question, right? Uh, something like that. I mean, it's um, you know, since we're a little bit fresh off, like Godfather one and two, out of the three movies, so the, you know, Goodfellas and Godfather one and two. Which film do you feel glorifies violence the most? Mm. I don't know that this one does either, really. I mean, it's all pretty nasty shit. Like, I mean, I you're right at the people. beginning, yeah. Yeah. It is, it is, uh, yeah, it's kind of gruesome well, to me. But you, the you, you know what, though? Uh, Goodfellas, there, there's a part where Henry gets, as they say in the movie, gets pinched and he mm. goes to court mm. and. And then De Niro's character comes out and he says, you know what? Congratulations. I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. And then he goes out into the hall and then uh, uh, the whole family's uh, there. That guy, the whole family. Yeah. Everyone's there. And like yeah. Paulie, Paul, Paulie says, you popped your cherry and everyone's congratulating him. And, and yeah. I almost wanted to congratulate him. So <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, you know, glorification. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily yeah. violence. Yeah. But, you know, to do something bad. Yeah, I think what, it did. It glorified like the racketeering and all the robbery and shit. Mm-hmm. That yeah. looked cool to me. I was like, yeah, that's awesome. I would drop, <laughs> drop a truck. <laughs> that's pretty harmless. Yeah. Just a truck of cigarettes. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I yeah, mean, say, I, 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 mean I would say Godfather, I'd say Godfather 1 yeah. um, probably, or Godfather probably glorifies it the most just because. Some of the violence, even I guess in part two, some of the violence portrayed in the movies is, I'm not going to say reasonable because violence isn't reasonable, but it's understandable. You can empathize because some of it's like revenge, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, some of it's payback for harming your family. Whereas in The Goodfellas, it's, man, it's just all having people in the back. It's all, it's all just, yeah. just, just snaking people. I you was going to just yeah. interrupt you and say the Godfather crimes. The murders are justifiable as vengeance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I waited. Yeah, yeah that's that's true. And man. And, and basically, in, in in Goodfellas, there's a lot of just senseless violence. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, well, some of it is planned and hits yeah. and stuff like that. Kind it's of reprehensible, but it's all yeah. back. It's all backstabby though. <laughs> but, it's all yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It's all Jimmy. It's all Jimmy being fucking paranoid, like they say in the movies, right? Yeah. Like as yeah. far as portrayed in the film, but. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of like similar, like real quick question. Kind of following up on Raul said about getting pinched. Uh, how shady was it for Tommy to leave Henry behind when he got pinched? Oh, like in the cig- That's when they're selling the cigarettes, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was shady. I mean, it's kind of like he had to run off to let him know what was going on. I, mean, I guess I could see how it was, yeah, kind of like yeah. save your own button situation. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if it was shady or if it was uh, tactical, a tactical retreat maybe. That's expected, dude. I've had to do that before. <laughs> that was cigarettes. Everyone but... here would leave my ass behind. As well. <laughs> a... Yo, yo, Caesar just got arrested. <laughs> Basically, not That's one would have been like my Well, so I, I mean, it, it, <laughs> if you if they hadn't made a tactical retreat, who would bail you out then? Yeah, exactly. That's true. That, yeah. that scene is funny to me too. When um, Henry is you know standing up in front of the judge. And he's like, yeah, that's me, Your Honor. And then out of nowhere, the lawyer comes up real quick. 
And oh yeah, like, yeah. He smiles at him and then he like brings him back and he just kind of winks at the judge and stuff like they got an agreement already. So that 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 part always kind of cracks me up. Yeah, I I don't know if it was shady. I mean, it's one of those things where you know they're young kids. I, I think I think for me the funniest part of that movie or that scene is like when um you know Henry gets confronted and he and they're like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "It's all right. No, it's okay. Like, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Okay. You know, I'm a poly." Yeah, exactly. And I, I love that because he's already feeling the effects of being part of the family. He's got confidence in what yeah. power and respect have, you know, have with being affiliated and being part of that of that right. of that mob. So I thought that was interesting. And then you have, you know, uh, Tommy and then tells I think he tells what Polly or whoever was there, you know, and then we see the aftermath of that. But I don't know if it was shady. I think it was just kind of it's just something that happened it was really cool that you know, uh, henry just stayed the ground and it was like hey don't worry about it so i thought that was like pretty funny yeah that's true yeah um you know one thing i thought was really interesting is that you know very early in the movie because you know henry narrates a lot of the movie you know we're being told a story so he said he said very early he's like he always wanted to be a gangster um and even though he he knew he never would be made because he's half irish like you know in, so in comparison to like the rest of the other good fellas, do you feel that Henry fits in in the movie throughout the whole movie? I feel like there's always a little bit of like that outsiderness because of that. Yeah. Like, cause you know, well, he actually mentions it himself, you know? Right. And it's just like that little bit of, I don't know if it, they even kind of frame it that way too. Like, yeah, the kid is here, you know, he's just making sandwiches for everybody at the beginning, you know, or he, he kind of is just like the errand boy and it's, and it's like, they can't really give him real stuff you know, with the family. And then I yeah. think it's probably, I don't know if it's because of that, but they kind of frame it that way. Right. Yeah. I, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think just because he wasn't Italian because he was Irish, I think he had to, um, you know, earn it, you know, more mm. than, you know, Tommy, Tommy was like a delinquent when they were younger, but Tommy was yeah. probably like grandfathered into it versus, you know, the who had to like, earn his way in he had to earn these levels of trust and earn more and more responsibility and he just had probably had to hustle you know when he was younger yeah um yeah so i think a little bit of an outsider okay anyone else yeah i mean well he was making sandwiches because he was still like like what 12 or 13 years old yeah so in that particular scene where you know you see him like as an errand boy i i think it's the start of a career that he could have made it further in the organization if he had been full uh, Italian. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he still gets far. Regardless. I mean, well, he, does he though? Like really? Like you think about the stuff he's doing, it's kind of like still the stuff that they send, like, you know, maybe the henchmen to do, like, yeah, hey, go he, pick up these trucks. He he ain't he ain't part of planning nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's just a soldier through the whole movie. I think the scene yeah. where Joe Pesci's giving him shit in the bar for the first time. He's going to think I'm a clown. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, funny, funny it how. shows that he really wasn't, he didn't fit in up until, like, you're watching it as it he grows into it. Yeah. Yeah. Because he looked like he was really scared for a minute, like they were going to. Yeah. 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 But he wasn't, like, yeah. Fredo, though, right? He wasn't. Uh, low as a Fredo. He didn't want to show it, I don't think. Yeah. He's going, yeah. What, what are you doing? What? 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 Yeah, he wasn't yeah. as little as Fredo. Because I mean, I think the first like big thing he was responsible for is when uh, he convinced Polly to go in on that on the Coca Cabana. 
um, as a partner. Yeah. And then they ran yeah, a place to ground, you know, buying stuff on the restaurant's credit, whatever, and then selling out the back door. Um, yeah. That was kind of, I think, I don't know if that was totally his his brainchild or whatever, but I mean, he definitely talked Paulie into it, so. Yeah, that's right. That's that's a good point. Yeah. That's kind of like yeah. where he maybe started to turn the corner a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, do you guys remember like at, very, at the very beginning when they're like driving and then they stop and they open up the trunk? Uh, did, yeah. Does anyone notice how like Henry just looks uncomfortable? Does anyone notice if Henry looks yeah. uncomfortable? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I mean. Like, do you feel that he fits in like along with all the deaths that happen in this film? Like, do you feel like he's like willing to just be like, well, yeah, no, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go whack that guy. Like, they, I don't think so. Like, yeah. uh, yeah, and he says well, no one's ever asked him to do anything like that. Yeah. Right. yeah. That's and that's not really his else. position because they yeah. had other guys for that. Yeah. But he, he does, like, my question, uh, I got another question kind of coming up to that is, so if you were Karen, would you have taken that gun from Henry after he beat that dude with it? That was a well, great that's kind of like, her, like his moment where he's showing he's a gangster, right? Yeah. But she says it herself. He's like, I know other girls that wouldn't have taken that gun or would have left right after that when he asked uh, her to take the gun. But mm-hmm. she was kind of turned on by it. So that's what I'm asking you, Raul. Were you turned on by it? Would you? I was. <laughs> I want to say also, like how Oscar was asking, he was he's never comfortable with the murder. Yeah. yeah because when that fat Morris is going to get killed, he was so concerned Maury. about that. Oh. You know? That's true. He was. He was trying to talk yeah. him out of it. Exactly. He's yeah. trying to talk him out of it. Yeah. yeah. You know. So yeah, I don't. I don't well, know if you I know, would have taken that gun. <laughs> happy. Happiness is a warm gun. Yes, it is, baby. <laughs> is that from experience or is that from a comic? <laughs> <laughs> That's from a Beatles song, bro. Ah. Okay. Okay. Um. I. I you know that scene that you're talking about, Caesar. I, I thought that was that scene where he walks over from like the driveway gets out of his car all the way over yeah i love that scene i love the way it's shot mm-hmm. it's just so to me it's like you're obviously walking alongside of him but it's so real to me you know what i mean it's not cut yeah. in any way it happens and like yep. it's pretty brutal i mean it, the fact that it happens just like that i thought he was gonna like, take him in the garage talk to him rough him up but this guy literally just like takes a freaking just pistol whips him in the face yeah and the, the other two guys are just scared scared out hey. of their minds you know but when you when he's walking back, you you gonna sit there and tell me you wouldn't have closed the door? <laughs> <laughs> like like oh my god, you, you could just wait there. Like yeah, I'll take the gun. Yeah, yeah. Well, I you know, it, Karen, like, Karen's story is like yeah, Karen's perspective is very interesting. Like she, it's true. Like I I love yeah. the fact that like in this probably the second act of the movie, like the middle of the movie, like she takes over the narration. So that's really cool. So you get a little insight as to like why she's attracted to like you know to Henry and to like um, the life really. Yeah, because that's well, uh, that's the other, that's the other thing too about Henry's Henry is really attracted to the life that he gets. Yeah, the exactly. Stuff that he gets, you know. That's but why wouldn't you be attracted to that act? Because basically, Henry is defending her honor. Oh well, sure, yeah, yeah. yeah so totally. yeah, why yeah. why wouldn't she like it? Yeah, yeah. She's like, She's man, protective. my man, my man is sticking up for me. If yeah. I was Henry, I'd be asking Karen, well, were we doing that dude's car in the first place? Car in, in first place, uh, right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Now that's the question Waiting I have. for somebody to say that. That's the question I have for Karen. Why were you in the man's car so he could throw you out of the car in the first place? That's right. Let's have that Get conversation. about it. 
Let's have hey, that conversation. Get about it, man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, uh, well, you know what? It's you know thinking about what you said, Oscar. Like with that scene where, like, there's another scene in the movie that I, I really stuck to the way it was shot, which is the scene. I think they're walking into is this Studio Fifty Four or or is it oh, the Copacabana oh, the, 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 the nightclub? Just that yeah. scene is it's We're one long continuous shot. Yeah, it's yes. one long continuous. Oh, shot. You're walking right along there with them. Yeah, and they're introducing everyone in the yeah. narration. Yep. There's that one, like that's where they're. Is that the same one? No, 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 no it's a different, a different one. Scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they start introducing everyone with with yeah. Uh, nicknames. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's right another there. one, but yeah, that's, that's another shot. The the type of shot that you're talking about, Oscar, that there, there, it's one continuous shot. Yeah. yeah. And you're right there with them, and and the actors are basically talking to you. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah. and I think I was just thinking like how difficult that shot must have been to get because there's so many people in it. Yeah, like I don't know, true. I don't know if if I mean I doubt maybe the kitchen staff were actors. Yeah, or you know the staff in the club, but like if they were, dude, to get everyone to coordinate that scene to me was yeah, like, that's pretty awesome, pretty amazing yeah. to see. Yeah, to and I think that's like one that. thing I, I I really appreciate about this film. It's it to me it's it's artsy or artistic in the sense of there's a lot of technical stuff that's happening. There's a lot of like things that are happening, not just with dialogue and narration, but also music that plays a part in this film yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that yeah. I feel like adds to the narration, but you're not really being beat over the bat being, you know, being hit with a bat, you know, with it. Um, but I just, I, there's a lot of stuff in this movie. That I feel like you can like, there's a lot of rewatch value that I feel like you can just pick up over and over again, just on a like cinematography approach, uh, just the way Scorsese just loves to direct, but um, and also too, like what you're being told, like when Scott brings uh, brought up the, the the scene where like you're being introduced to these people, you know, like Raul said, hey, it's like they're talking to you. Yeah, absolutely. I think what's also cool is I read about this. It's like someone said that it's like as if you're with Henry alongside mm-hmm. him, you know. So it's not yeah. just Henry that's experiencing this, but you're also experiencing yep on a, on a very personal level. Um, like you know the the flashiness and sort of like the the bonds that people are making and the connections that you're making. So I thought that was like really insightful. I'm surprised the camera is so smooth moving that far through that crowded room. It's yeah, like, oh, I yeah. didn't think that the stability of whatever kind of trolley thing they would have the camera on back in the '80s would be that. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it would be good to know exactly how that that was done because I've seen those. You're fucking technical. Yeah, yeah. Because I yeah. think I don't know if you guys noticed. I think when they're in the the back of the, the kitchen, I think Ray Liotta he accidentally hits like a yeah. He bumps into yeah, something. He bumps into something yeah. before yeah. he walks like out of the kitchen and into like the the room and stuff. So and he actually like, hey, how you doing? And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then well, he, he takes it with stride, and and he sees that yeah. it's a sink or something like that. Yeah, yeah, well, absolutely. Like you know, since we're talking on the uh, the idea of like you know visuals and perspective like is are there any other scenes that you guys like just really thought were like really interesting or just kind of just jumped out at you and just and this isn't about like violence but just kind of an interesting te- uh, like rather technical shots or just kind of like the way that shots were framed go ahead go ahead bro the, the very beginning you know it's like they're out there they're, they're murdering a guy mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they cut to young henry's eye mm. mm-hmm. and it's a close-up of his eye and then it, it, it zooms out, and then you can see the gangsters across the street from him. So, yeah. I mean, it's it totally yeah. from his perspective, from his point of view. 
Yeah, we're very close. We're very much inside of, of the mind of, of Henry, obviously. So right, right, yeah. and then how he narrated, of course. Yeah, yeah. So how about you? I don't know. Not to jump yeah. too far ahead, but when that spider kid gets killed. Oh yeah. Oh. The way, that, the way that's set up, it's like you're too far away to have done anything, and you're witnessing this, and it's so still and yeah. sudden yeah. when he pulls that shit out. Oh man, no. very effective. Tommy. And uh, De Niro's like, uh, "What's the matter with you?" What are you a fucking yeah, psychopath? He, he, he was the one that was egging him on to do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jimmy's like, you didn't, yeah. you didn't let him talk to you like that? Yeah. He's like, I'm joking. He goes, I don't know when you're joking. I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh, Tommy, God. man. Tommy, what a wild, just wild Ooh. and crazy dude, man. Yeah. Off the handle, dude. Yeah. Kyle, did you have any like scenes that just stood out to you? Uh, well, what stands out to me is the end where... Henry breaks the fourth wall in the courtroom oh. and he talks to the camera as um, he's, you know, testifying against Jimmy. I just thought that was kind of an interesting choice to do, to do that. And that, I mean, there's a narration throughout the movie, but to have the character yeah. actually break the fourth wall and address the audience directly um, yeah. and kind of explain what was going down there at the end. I mean, it's kind of like it's, the, it's showing you it's the end. Like it's, it's the end of the story. Um, That's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. It was an interesting, interesting move. Yeah. It's definitely probably one of the first times you see that. Like, well, you know, and yeah, was this night? Yeah, Bueller did it too. Bueller, but it was like yeah, um, yeah. in a serious film to do it. So yeah, it is a Bueller moment for sure. Yeah, That's a good call, Scott. Yeah. Also, when he hits that cocaine, I know I have to. I'm required to mention it. <laughs> close up after he hits the cocaine. I used oh, to laugh at that. Like, it was pretty fucking sad. This yeah. time around, as an adult, I was like, oh, I hate cokeheads. Yeah, I'm trying to remember this. You're talking about the scene I, where, like, you first see Henry take coke, and then he looks into the camera. Is that what you're saying? It's towards the end when mm. he's he's in his uh, frenzy that last day. Yeah, right. and he stops at the dark-haired girl's house where she cuts oh, the coke. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He hits it, and I, they play that rock music. I forget the song already. I just watched yeah. it like an hour or two ago. Okay. okay. Yeah. I hate the, his um, face. <laughs> Ray Liotta's face. <laughs> just on yeah. that part. Yeah. Um, you know, the scene, the the line, you know, where that, uh, you know, I always wanted to be a gangster, you know, yeah. when he's yeah. running away from the cars exploding. Uh, I think that, yeah. that's a pretty memorable scene. Or oh, actually, he says in that one, it's like, you know, um, it was out of a sign of respect that they carried my mom's groceries home. Right. I think that's well, something that's else right, he yeah. says. That's what he says. And then, yeah. um, well, you know, what the, the one that stands out to me is, uh, I think, the Stardust song when it plays. And it's like, uh, sometimes I wonder. And it's yeah. kind of just slowly pans up to an older Henry now. You know, kind of oh, showing you waiting, that's, waiting. That's right. Yeah. That's when we see so, him being young and to kind of like, he's got a nice suit. Nice, you yeah. know what? That's actually a really good scene. Yeah, it's a nice scene. Yeah. And he's just kind of, you, you. that's the scene where they're waiting on the truck. Yep. And, they're waiting uh, on the truck. Yeah, yeah. At the airport. Truck driver's in on it, obviously. Yeah. yeah. At, at the diner outside, yeah. The diner outside, but near the airport. Because that was yeah. their go-to spot. It was a good uh, spot. The driver blames two completely different people, different race. Uh, yeah, I yeah, saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, this guy, this guy over here. You know, I'd have to say my favorite, like, visual, the, the scene that really just jumps out to me, like, very interesting visual, is when you see Karen pointing the gun at Henry. Like, she's, like, on top oh, of him. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, just yeah. like, oh, Oof. Because she's had enough. That's it. You know, like, yeah. She's... Yeah. But then she apologizes afterwards. <laughs> Put the gun in her I'm perfect. sorry. <laughs> right. yeah. How do you like it? How do you like yeah. it, Karen? 
Yeah, it's a, it a very powerful scene. It was just really interesting, yeah. you know. I think there's a there's a lot of power play happening between both Karen and uh, and Henry, and obviously, you know, Henry tends to win out most of the time. Just seeing how Karen kind of jumps into that role every once in a while. So, yeah, um, yes, yeah, Scott did mention like how you know the 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 kind of like I would say the last part of the last act is like you know when obviously like uh, Henry's getting all paranoid. So, when do you guys feel though that like Henry's downfall starts? Like what moment or scene or cocaine? Okay, immediately. Yeah, with the boomba. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. part of my question. Is, is is drugs what brings down every mafia family? You know, yeah. Godfather. No, it, it it's, what they, it's what's enforced. It's in broads. Uh, so it's not drugs, because I think it was the murders in this one. Honestly, that's what yeah. they got taken down for, and they saw drugs as the lesser evil and cut the deal with Henry. Well, but I mean that, that's what that's what Henry comes back and you know Paulie tells him I don't want no one messing with that shit you know doesn't he and then right. you know he's... exactly that that's the scene I was gonna mention doesn't Paulie right after they get out of jail he yeah. says you know stay away from Jimmy because he takes too many risks and right. and and uh, what's his name um, Tommy Tommy Tommy's just a psycho he's crazy just stay right. away from those guys he's a cowboy or something right yeah. Something weird. yeah and. He he doesn't. He's still, you know, with them, and he yeah. start, you know, with heavy with the drugs. So that's the turning point, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But what do they got on the family, though, Caesar? You know, they're not selling drugs with Henry. So, but Henry like uses Tommy, who's part of that, you know, clique and everything that ends up kind of going back to Paulie. So right? Tommy's involvement, Eventually. Tommy's involvement is like I what links so. everything well, to the mob. Well, I think Tommy and Jimmy are in on it. Because I remember when Paulie's telling Henry, I don't want you involved in this stuff, he mentions a guy who got 20 years for saying hi to somebody who was doing that stuff. Right. You know what I mean? So right. Paulie understood just being, just being associated with somebody who's involved in that is going to get us all caught up. And then, yep. you know, Henry kind of BSs and says, I'm not going to, okay, I, I got you, Paulie, I got you. But then he mm -hmm. ends up going to, I think they're at the probation office, I believe, He's yeah. talking to yeah. Jimmy and Tommy, and he's like going over, like, "Hey, I'm selling drugs in Pittsburgh. You guys went in on this." And uh, so I think they, t Tommy and and Jimmy, were active participants in it. But uh, I believe Henry started on his own though during his first prison stint. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we first yeah. saw yeah. 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 So he was, he was I mean Henry, he Henry, yeah, I mean Henry kind of brings it on himself with the. I, I blame the drugs for the downfall of the of the this 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 mafia family at least, but. Um, yeah, I'd say kind of Henry. Henry started it. He lit the match. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do they all go down if they didn't commit all those murders? Um, I, I'd say. Oh, obviously the biggest one is the, what is it? Billy Bats. You know. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, is that the yeah. one behind Caesar? No, no, that's no, behind that's, me. Is from the love. Lo, lo, oh, oh yeah, I know. The, from the bar, they beat the guy in the bar. He's the guy. Yeah, Billy Bats in the, the bar. Yeah. yeah, that's Johnny Roast Beef and his wife. Yeah, behind Caesar, the one yeah. that bought the new Cadillac and brought it, and Jimmy freaked out. Yeah, they, they stole all that money. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. go ahead, Kyle. No, I was gonna say, yeah, I think they go down either way because they go down because Henry gets caught with the drugs. Mm -hmm. I mean, the murders yeah. is just something he tells on them about is a cut, yeah. cutting the deal to get his drug yep. stuff. So I think that they go down regardless because I mean, the murders were just something Henry used as a as a play on a plea bargain. Um, so if it wasn't the murders, it would have been their involvement with his drug scheme or any of the other, uh, you know, rackets. He might have snitched on him about the, the Lufthansa, 
right. Heisen yeah. or whatever it was. He thought that that's what they wanted, but they were just after him for the drugs. He says it in the police precinct. Yeah. They were on his that, that's, yeah. He's a fucking that, that, punk, and he narked everybody else out because they were yeah. going to kill him. A, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a rat. Fuck yeah. him. Definitely, dude. That's that's what I think too. Oh, the overarching like plot in that, as far as yeah, they they did these heists. They were robbing stuff all the time, right? right. They were doing that yeah. for years. And it wasn't until Henry got involved in drugs and got into right. trouble that he, you know, turned coat on everybody. You know, yeah. yeah. But like we we do have to remember why he got into drugs. Does anyone remember why he got into drugs? Like why he started selling drugs? Wasn't he? Didn't he feel like he was abandoned while he was in prison? Exactly. Like, them to take care yeah. of him. Yeah. So like he had to put food on the table, and then Karen's like freaking sneaking in salamis and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's wild. That's a pretty wild scene. You he should have booted that bitch out of the nice apartment and just took his family over there. <laughs> oh, uh, Janice. You talking yeah. about Janice? Janice. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. He, he treated um, her better than his wife and kids up until he got out of prison. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. It seems yeah, like I, in the mafia life, that's a thing, right? They're like, uh, Friday night was for the girlfriend, Saturday night was for the wives, or yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah, that's what they said. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to say that, yeah, it is, the downfall does start when, you know, Henry just pretty much says, okay, we're, we're left alone. You know, even Karen's like, hey, Paulie's been out on probation, doesn't even come by anymore, he doesn't talk. You know, so they're kind of left alone. So Henry just kind of has to connect. And unfortunately, I think the downfalls, yeah, right when he lies to Polly in his face, you know. Uh, and then yeah. he, and then Henry admits, he goes, I can't handle this on my own. So that's why he brings Tommy and Jimmy in. And they're like, hey, that's yeah. good. That's good. You know, that's good. I like yeah. that. <laughs> nice, nice, hey, that's nice. Not, that's nice. not a bad De Niro. That's not a bad De Niro. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, this, yeah, I mean, I, I'd agree with what Scott said earlier. There is some, there is, to me, this is a tragic story between Henry and um, and Karen. Unfortunately, like it is a tragic story. Unfortunately, you know. But um, how about let's talk about like some scenes about some other characters. Like, do you feel there's some other scenes in this movie that like foreshadow some of the characters' fates? Mm. Like, <sighs> like Tommy, uh, Jimmy. I'm yeah. trying to remember what happens to Jimmy. In the, I mean, Jimmy gets locked up and stuff. But like any come up or any kind of moments you feel like, hey, this might this might come back to like that i think well, the main i don't know well go ahead scott when uh paulie tells him to stay away from those two like, yeah yeah he's telling you this... he's telling the viewer these guys are fucking no. crazy yeah yeah it is kind of messed up too because um these dudes did kind of raise henry too in a way yeah right yeah you know so it's like he like a father figure giving you advice say oh stay away from these dudes they're bad for you right 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 um whoever listens to that shit yeah <laughs> and it yeah. and it's i think i don't know about foreshadowing so much as much as the progression of downfall in each character is what you see more i think because jimmy even jimmy's character in the movie when he narrated like he's he's kind of shown as like the superstar dude coming in giving everybody money you know yeah. when you first meet him you know jimmy was like a star yeah and yeah. he kind of says that um he was pulling hits when he was 16 so like right. you said that that's a glorification maybe of uh you know mm -hmm. the violence that's taking place in the background but i don't know i don't know if there's a lot of foreshadowing maybe just that yeah that paul scene for sure um, yeah well we do know that henry rats out jimmy and um polly right yeah yep what what happens when um what does what does jimmy say when uh henry gets pinched he puts he gives him like money and he's like you did good today but he, why does he tell him he did good though 
Because he didn't rat anyone out and he kept his mouth shut. Yeah, he kept your yeah. mouth shut. I he thought that was interesting. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that it, like that's that scene that you know it, it's it becomes um like the camera just turns around and it, and it it focuses right on De Niro's face and he's like, hey, like you don't rat anybody out and you keep your mouth shut and those right. two things two are exactly yeah. what ends up happening. Right. right. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. And that's um, definitely one. I think one, it might be a little bit of a stretch, but you got, okay, so the Billy Bat scene um, where, like, uh, Pesci finally, like, okay, that that's Tommy. He pretty much, like, you know, kills him and stuff like that. And then he look, you know, they're inside of uh, Henry's place or the bar that they own or whatever, right? I think that's what they, the bar they own. And then mm-hmm. uh, Tommy looks at, looks at Henry and goes, I didn't want to get blood on your, uh, I didn't want to get blood on your floor. <laughs> uh, does he on the floor or the sheets? Uh, I think he said the floor. floor yeah, the I think you're right. Yeah. 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 yeah I just and then, it. Yeah. And then later on, when we when we see that Tommy's about to get made, that scene where he gets shot and the, the overhead the overhead shot, and then there's there's blood all over the floor. I don't know, maybe it's a bit of a stretch, but I just thought it was interesting. Mm. It just the way that the camera just pans up right up to uh to Tommy's face. There's like this kind of calling out, like they're almost like they kind of they're sealing their own fate mm. type of thing. It was just kind of interesting. I, well, you know? Yeah, I, that that visual definitely. I see what you're saying. I think maybe if if there is a little foreshadowing, it might be um, kind of like the narration of <clears throat> Henry saying that. Yeah, they killed Billy Bats when he's narrating and saying, "Yeah, you know, this was bad. You know, this is this was a made guy. You know, saying that's that, right. You know, this yeah. isn't gonna be good. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's like foreshadowing. Like, hey, just letting yeah. you guys know that we're something bad is gonna happen later on because. You know they're gonna be looking for this guy and trying to figure out who, who whacked him. You know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Kyle. I don't, I don't know if you answered or not, but I don't know if you maybe saw something or maybe. Oh no, I think you made some good points there. Um, so I, I didn't look at that when Tommy got whacked. I didn't look at it that way, but that's a good. That's a good point. He does make that comment specifically about not wanting to get blown on the floor, and then when he gets whacked, there's yeah. blood everywhere. That's <laughs> a good call. Um, Money in general, did... fuck these guys' lives up. Money from the heist. <laughs> And the cocaine money. Yeah. 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 Agreed. Yeah. Trying to live that lifestyle, keep doing whatever it takes yeah. to live that lifestyle. Right? And they had yeah. it great before that. Oh, man. Before yeah. the cocaine. Everything was Take, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's our like point break well, uh, they, reference. They, 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 were, they, were living, they were living by the rules. They were sticking by the rules. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's not until after that that they start breaking rules, and that's where everything yeah. goes downhill. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. oh, okay. I, I think one of my favorite parts where they're talking about their lifestyle is like they're pan. They're I think the the Coca Cabana, and they're panning over like the the dinner table. Everyone's talking and eating, and then this is when you hear Harry Henry say like, "Hey, you know, like we we took when we wanted something, we took it. We weren't right. like taking the subway to work. We weren't just kind of being like those bums, you know. I just loved. Yeah. It was just interesting, like how he started talking about." people who are on the outside like doing well, people that regular like, regular like folk good... are losers yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much like pretty much saying like hey you guys like you guys have no balls like you guys, you guys right. don't even going after the things that you want you guys are just kind of even said they were he even said they were dead right he referred to them that way yeah 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 absolutely yeah regular so, people yeah. um question for you guys did maury annoy you too anyone <laughs> yeah constantly constantly asking for money is that, that did that guy job. play that <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, mean, he that, sucked, dude. He was fucking annoying. I want my money. I want my fucking money. I want my money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, that was a character. You know, it was, I, don't, I mean, yeah. I guess I would be annoyed if I was yeah. Jimmy, but um, yeah, it was, his, it was his plan. 
isn't it a funny take though? Because they twist it around. So when you first meet Maury, and it's Jimmy coming into the to the store, he wants his uh, money, yeah, and he wants his money, <laughs> yeah, Maury. What kind? And of- that's one of the f- funniest scenes to me too. Yeah, it is. When, well, I think kind of Maury's wig come off. Yeah, it shows the hypocrisy of Jimmy. You know what I mean? Like it's like my, the message I got from this whole movie is there's no real honor amongst mm-hmm. these thieves. You know what no, I mean? Point. Here's Jimmy being like, "Oh, you're harassing me about the money I owe, or you know, I'm harassing you about the money you owe me. You're not paying up." But then when it's my turn to pay you, all of a sudden, and then even when Jimmy starts killing mm-hmm. everybody, um, mm-hmm. uh, Henry even like kind of even thinks like he probably would have killed them anyway because he didn't want to split the money. You know, so mm-hmm. you know. As kind of shows the hypocrisy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You kind of see. So that. Caesar, you're saying this is like point break in the sense that these three, they went for the vault, and they fucked yeah. everything up. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's like they were doing everything they could to live a lifestyle similar to Point Break, right? But yeah, you know, sure. once they once they try to break away and do something different, it kind of totally uh, everything went apeshit, basically. It did. I mean, it's it's a really cool comparison. I'd have to say that this, if that's the comparison we're making, this is a far better film, though. <laughs> <laughs> better film. I love Keanu. I love Patrick Swayze. This is a far better film, though. Yeah. Man. Dead president. It's a different a well, fucking gangster, though. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, they are. It's a different genre too. Different genre type film too. So it's yeah. more like the whole narration aspect is just mm-hmm. different. Um, but go ahead, Oscar. I don't, you know, I don't, I didn't, I didn't find, is it Maury? His name is Maury, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't find him annoying, honestly. I thought he was just one of those guys. He just, he was just desperate. You know, I mean, you know, he's one of those, he's a, he's a desperate guy. That's the, the scene at the Christmas party when everybody's walking in with their new shit. And then like Maury's like, Hey Jim, I need to talk to you about something. And you're like, okay, this guy wants his money. And then he's talking to Henry. He goes, everyone's coming in with stuff. Everyone's coming in with like new suits. He goes, I'm still wearing the old shit. You know, this guy, mm-hmm. he like, he wants to be part of the rat pack lifestyle you know he wants yeah. to be part of that he in reality part, yeah. he's not it's not that he's annoying he's that he's just de- to me he's just desperate to like live that lifestyle he first and also too like he feel that he was he, i think even henry said he goes because he kind of set this thing up the what is it Lef- mm-hmm. Leftaza, that's like the that's like ice. the balances though of desperation and annoying it's like right there mm-hmm. yeah, you know yeah that's true. and then you throw it's the commercial like, in Oh, the commercials yeah, in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, man. That's super funny. That's super it's just funny. like if you were Jimmy in those shoes, that guy, like, you know, yeah. Jimmy's a killer. Like, really, mm. you're going to annoy this dude? Like, you're yeah. going to keep bothering this dude? Well, I mean, Knowing what it, he yeah. almost strangled you with your phone, like, and yeah. you took your wig off in the store. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it, it, I think another thing, too, that's really interesting um, is that ball busting, okay? Ball so, busting, yeah. So if so, Maury was ball busting, was busting Jimmy's balls. Billy Bats was busting uh, Tommy's balls. What happened Tommy's to Billy balls. Bats? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, oh damn, there was somebody else. Oh yeah, yeah, Spider. Spider was like, "Yo, fuck you, Tommy." You know? Oh, <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. you, Tommy. He's busting his balls. Yeah. And what happens? You know, three in a row. Bing, bing, boom. <laughs> Raul, would bing. you have fucking chilled out with Maury at the Christmas party? <laughs> oh man. With with Maury? Yeah. Well, Maury's basically a nobody. Oh he, damn. He set up the ice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he he wanted to be part of it, but he you know, he gets an ice pick to the neck, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. In the base of the skull. In the base of the skull. So um, I mean Yeah. If, you, you could chill with him because he's 
pretty harmless. But yeah. would he piss you off? Would you get sick of hanging out with him? Based on oh, yeah. I, I tell you, you know, I, I got to go to the bathroom, not come back. yes you know it's interesting because like at at the point where i felt kind of like sorry for him for like a little bit and or kind of understood like hey man if this guy doesn't shut up he's he's something's gonna happen to him and that yeah 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 yeah. is when henry's like hey just like calm down just like take it easy take it easy you know um I felt I felt more like Henry at that point. You know, I wasn't annoyed by Maury. I was just more like, man, you know what? If you don't shut your mouth, like you're going to get killed. And I think right. that was probably what could have come out of Henry's mouth. But I think he just yeah. wanted to avoid that, you know, because yeah. then yeah. that would just create a lot of tension and even more kind of paranoia. Maury thought, I think it's something. Yeah, go ahead, Scott. Maury thought they were going to do cool guy shit. <laughs> when he got in that car and they fucking killed him that's so yeah. true he was that's, on top of the so world true, for like two man. seconds he thought he was in yeah and then you know what even earlier in the film is portrayed like you want to be part of this world but it's not going to work out for you like sonny bun's character right the guy that owned the club mm-hmm. oh, um, man, i think it's so played sad. by tony darrow right like how he goes to paulie and it's like man i can't i can't you know deal with these guys and it's all because he asks you know tommy when he's gonna pay for his tab right he Seven breaks G- a bottle on his head and uh, he's like, that's one of the funniest jokes, though, in the movie. Uh, yeah. When he's like, uh, you, you believe this shit? This prick asked me to christen his son next week. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll christen him for $4,000, no, $7,000 or something. Yeah. <laughs> but like dealing with this, trying to be part of that world is not going to end up good for you because like son, he ends up losing his, his joint. Like, you know, when yeah. he's signing it away to Paul, and he's like, what a fucking shame, you know, and he's signing it away. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Damn, dude, that was that was a little bit heartbreaking. You know, yeah, it's bad. That's unreal, man. Um, I think that was Paulie's doing. Oh yeah, how they how they chiseled that guy down and burnt his shit up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Henry wanted to run it like a business. Yeah. I think that's what I think. I think he thought he had legitimate plans, like we can make money here because it was early. Yeah, it was too early. That's true. Go ahead, Oscar. You 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 uh yeah. Do you guys um do you guys believe that Jimmy put a hit on Karen? Yes. You think yep. so? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So you yep. think those guys look capable? Like they were not just there moving boxes around. They were making room. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if I don't know if there was like a necessarily a trap, but I think those guys would have known why he sent her there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he was like, mm. "Oh, this is somebody for us to kill." I don't know if it was, that was the whole plan the whole time. That money in her pocket was their payment. That wasn't the Ooh, best yeah. shop, dude. Ooh, that was dirty man. shit. Wow, that's some good insight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. It's I'm funny because sure. I did think about the money, but the first thing I thought of was like after it, ha- if it was a hit, mm-hmm. Jimmy would just walk up and just grab the 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 money out of the pocket and be like, "All right, thank you." You know, he wouldn't even you didn't, he wouldn't even get like, the guys. You know, yeah. <laughs> that shit was fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> when he was doing that, he was like, oh, "Yo, man. right there to the right, right there to yeah. the right." To the <laughs> listeners out there, like Caesar, just like he folded his hand, like like Jimmy does, turn in the corner. He's like just around the corner. Oh, man. That's so funny. Caesar. Yeah, De Niro's uh, he's definitely a heavyweight in this film. But I yeah. I I like to think that that scene was done so well. Um, to try to make you feel like there isn't an existing relationship between Jimmy and Karen. Like, he's like, oh, you know, just tell him, you know, I want to talk to him later, you know, this and that. Mm-hmm. But you definitely get that 
eerie ass vibe when she keeps walking and walking and walking yeah. and yeah you see them two dudes in there and it looks kind of shady and she's like you know what this shit might not be the right choice isn't like, she using it this time though yeah oh yeah she was yeah she was yeah. Yeah. yeah okay at that point i mean so yeah. it, i think yeah. that's how they frame it is it's like it's is what is what's going on was that real or was yeah. it imagined was it her paranoia but then when uh henry goes to the diner to meet with jimmy and then you know jimmy's talking about you know, asking henry to go do this hit for him and then henry's like yeah. uh yeah this is yeah. not usual so then he knows it's on and that's that's actually what prompted him to go to the fbi and turn state's witness because he's like they're gonna try yeah. to kill me so yeah yeah, but true. isn't it sort of expected that leading this kind of lifestyle, sooner or later you're gonna do something wrong and you're gonna get whacked? I think it's just expected. I, yep. I, why? Why wouldn't you not expect that? Yeah. No, I, I think I think yeah. I mean, I think there's definitely it's always in the back of your mind, and I think Henry kind of. I mean, I don't think he flat out says it, but I think he's aware of it. But at the same time, like I said, like, you know, look at Henry. I mean, he's wants to always look nice. You know, what is yeah. like, what's the relationship between him and Karen? Like, he just goes off with Janice and then he comes home and he's like, here, buy yourself something nice. And then he gets a blowjob in the kitchen. You know, like that's that's the exchange, that's the exchange <laughs> they're having. You know, yeah. it's not like, hey, honey, how you want to go to how much, how, much, do you, how much do you need? Yeah. This much? She, yeah, she, like, <laughs> like, she pinches her fingers like about two inches, <laughs> one and a half inches. She's like that much, you know? Yeah. Like, I wish I could do that. Yeah. I need oh this much. God. Exactly. <laughs> now, no, at our age, it's like, I need this much Pepto. That much. Yeah. <laughs> that much. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm in I a, don't I'm even look- use that cup anymore. <laughs> Straight from the bottle. Just take swigs from, from the, the bottle. bottle. Uh huh. It's right by my yeah. bed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to okay, do that well, because I, he's. You saw that in a movie somewhere, so that's why you do it. Yeah. <laughs> I got a question for you guys. Who do you think is worse, Tommy or Jimmy? I mean, mm. one is a cycle, but yeah. the other one kills without remorse. I mean, they both kill without remorse. Who's I think worse? Probably. I think. Well, there's more premeditation with Jimmy than there is with Tommy. Tommy's yeah. more fly off the fly off the handle. I think. Yeah. So I probably wouldn't want to hang with Tommy at all. No. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be in the same place. Oh, Tommy gonna be there? I ain't, I ain't going. <laughs> he's, a, he's the x factor man tommy yeah jimmy if you cross jimmy you know you're in trouble exactly. but tommy yep. i mean you tell him that you think he's funny and like he's kind of like on the fence whether he's exactly. gonna kill you or not. you don't know what he's you know what i mean next. so yeah. yeah he's a loose cannon yeah, yeah for sure at least yeah. at least jimmy you know he he's a little bit calmer you know he's calming you know so i would say jimmy jimmy's It'll expect jimmy's a payment for his service yeah 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 so you know what do you guys think in that movie What's the most gruesome death to you guys in that movie? Oh man. Uh, well, I think probably Billy Bats, right? He gets his butt whooped. Yeah, that and is. then they put him in the trunk of the car, and then they stab the shit out of him. <laughs> oh my god! They fired a shitload of blanks at him. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that fucking blanket didn't yeah. have any holes in it after he shot it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd say I'd say Billy. Billy, I mean, it's pretty gruesome. Mm. Yeah. How bad is it they went and ate spaghetti after that though? After they beat him up. Oh, oh they were, they were uh, laughing Tommy's at the mom? painting. Yeah, the painting. yeah, that's right. They were laughing at the painting. That's a good point, Scott, because he does look like him. Uh huh. That was fucking <laughs> sick. Really, it was yeah, funny. It was pretty it's sick. Pretty dark humor. Yeah. 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 Hey, mama, I need this knife. Uh, we got, you know, we hit a deer. <laughs> got to hack, hack it off of the. Yeah. <laughs> he says right. He says some hoof, shit like it's that. hoofs in the the bumper hoof or paw. What it's called? It's a hoof. Paw. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? That, did it, that's. Did it, 
did anybody else notice that, okay, first Tommy stabs him, like, I don't know, 10 times at least. Mm-hmm. Man. And then Jimmy comes up and shoots him. But he's in the trunk. And mm-hmm. wouldn't the gas tank be under him? Yeah, that's dangerous. As yeah. shit. You're wouldn't he be yeah. shooting in, you know, if, if the bullets go through the body mm. and through the car, wouldn't it be hitting the gas, the gas tank? Yeah. That's the first thing that I thought of when I resaw it. Devil's you know, Attic can hear that. And that model car. All right. It's about <laughs> mafia. No, it's actually, <laughs> actually, that model car, actually, the gas tank was on the right side underneath the passenger. Yeah, right. <laughs> just make it just by this much. This much. <laughs> to uh, me, you know what? I think um, I think Maury's death is pretty gruesome, man. Because it's like mm-hmm. slow. And it's it's slow and you see like it's stuck and pulling it out. And it's just so bad to me. It's like one of the worst ones. And then Tommy he didn't, he didn't blink an eye. He's like, God, I, I, was he ever going to shut the fuck up? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he says that, dude. He does say that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, there's gosh. some pretty gruesome deaths in this. I movie. think that shit behind Caesar is the saddest looking thing. When yeah. Oh, the yeah. Car and the, the music's going and they're the showing yeah. that white guy with the afro in the, in uh, the freezer truck. Ooh, the, yeah. It took yeah. them a week to thaw him out or something. They were saying he was so frozen. Yeah. Or three days. They said it took three days. And, uh, and yeah, the, the one behind me, the kids found them, right? It looks like yeah. you see kids kind of going up to the car. I, yeah. That's my, that's to me, I know you don't see them die, but just the aftermath and like where they were left and the fact that they like killed them in the car. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, they could have like easily took, taken the car or whatever, but they killed them in the same car that they were pretty much like. Yeah like shamed for you know what i mean yeah yeah and it was too so to me this is like the most gruesome one because it's on like multiple levels it's like they did it in the car they both were there and the first is who they shoot who they kill first so did they come at the same time did did johnny roast beef die first and the wife saw you know oh it's just it's just crazy to me to, yeah. to see that so to me i'd say that's probably the most gruesome one so yeah and, and new york's such a big city you could see it being like it was kind of realistic because it was like, like kids playing ball, right? Yeah. Like near there or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And it was like they probably just dumped that car somewhere in the city and then just like found by kids. Yeah. It's kind of messed up. Samuel oh, Jackson man. getting his head blown out was pretty stacks. Gory. Yes. Yeah. Stacks. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's true. Oh, I just yeah, I just said stacks. Samuel Jackson man got smoked wearing little yellow underwear. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that was that was pretty yep. gruesome. Oh my gosh! Or, so did he let him put his pants on first? He's like, let me get my pants. Uh, he might have, yeah. He might. Have. Yeah, he might have just but put he, them on when he shot. He answers him. the he answers the door in his in his in yellow his, briefs. Uh huh. It yeah. might have been uh, Gucci yellow briefs. <laughs> Gucci, Gucci. They were silky. They were definitely <laughs> silky. <laughs> That's Stax was the guy who like he had to deliver the truck to like the. Yeah. Uh, I forget what the, the compactor, the compact, yeah. yeah. Ends up smoking he got, some weed and then gets caught with asleep. his girlfriend or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That dude is not on anything Gucci, man. He, you know, <laughs> 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 we're fruit of the loom level right there. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, maybe they're Pelly uh, Pell. There you go. Yeah, maybe I am. Uh, you- <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i think uh i think kyle brought up earlier um about like um did this surprise anybody that like he's sitting there talking about like witness protection program yeah uh, a little it bit kind of but- yeah it is a little bit yeah yeah but you kind of half 
sort of expected because, I mean, probably if I were in that situation, I would do the same thing. Mm. Yeah. How mm. else are you going to get out of it? All right, so we don't do we don't bring Raul in for a job because he's gonna rat us out. <laughs> that's yep. lesson number hey. one. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere cold. That's all. And then and Karen's yeah, like, yeah, because right. he's bron- he's bronchial, <laughs> bronchial. But they're li- but they're living in New York and shit. Get the fuck out of here, uh, right? <laughs> oh, that's so that was funny. funny. And she's like, you need him. You don't need me, right? <laughs> she didn't want to. Right? Yeah, up. yeah. Like I love how she tries to like separate like herself from like the situation. You know? Yeah. Um, I was surprised. I'll be honest. When I saw him, I'm like, oh my god, this is like that's it. Like, we're we're gonna someone's gonna die here out of the two, or like ah, this is gonna end really gruesomely. I don't know, but I was like, I was actually surprised to see him like sitting there talking about like you know making a new deal and stuff. I was like, wow, is this the what? first time you've seen this? You know what? Uh, I remember catching part of it like on TV one time, but I, I it was it was years ago. So I caught it like probably like mid to probably like almost the tail end. I just like was like, oh, what's this? And I was like, oh, this is Goodfellas. But I don't for some reason, I don't recall that scene. So mm. I don't know if maybe like I turn it off or I switch channels or something. But uh, honestly, this was the first time I've seen it all the way through. All the way through. Yeah. yeah. So but I was like very surprised about what happened there. Yeah. But he yeah. by that by that time, he's like desperate. He's got he's like all coked yeah. up. Right. He, yeah. He's got I mean, it's. Else. It's all like about the like when he was gonna sell the guns to Jimmy and you know oh, Jimmy didn't yeah. want the guns. He's like, "What is this? What is this shit?" And he was trying to put a silencer on them and he was like, "No, take these shits. I don't want them." And he's like, "I knew." To, he's like, "I knew right away Jimmy wasn't gonna want the guns, but I knew the guys from Pittsburgh would buy guns because they always wanted guns." Yeah. And then um, the whole I told uh, her over the phone not to use a phone in the house. And what did she do? Use a fucking phone in the house. Oh, Lois, yeah. dude, is her name? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. If you ask me, she was annoying. That girl. Oh, she was annoying too. She's yeah. like, I don't go, I don't care, I won't go anywhere without my hat. My lucky, <laughs> my hat. lucky hat. That wasn't Maury's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, you're probably right, Scott. Yeah, uh, yeah. She she would have had the finest wig money could buy. Uh-huh. Was, was, oh, the best double sided tape on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> hurricane <laughs> tested. Hurricane uh-huh. wind tested. Oh, hurricane <laughs> tested. That's right. <laughs> he says that oh, shit. That's so right, man. The That's movie stupid. is, you know what, not for nothing, but like if you don't get caught up in the seriousness of the crimes and everything, there's a lot of funny parts in this movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. When you're a kid, man, I laughed at all the murders and shit. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking Whoa. care, dude. I was like 15, 16 years old and they're doing yeah, cocaine. Dark and place. It's all crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's what that's one of my questions. What do you guys think is one of the funniest moments in the film? When Spider gets Ooh. shot in the foot. Oh, <laughs> that used to be funny as hell to me, dude. I still was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, dance, dance, spider. I, I think Tommy just his dialogue. I think just just the way uh, Pesci played it, just the things he said. I know <laughs> a lot of it was uh, improvised, or you know, he kind of made it up and they kind of wrote it into this mm-hmm. to the script, or whatever. But I mean, just just the way he kind of rants yeah. is hilarious. You know, it's just it's it's so even like like we're talking about earlier when they're at uh, his mom's house and they're eating spaghetti at three a.m. Mm-hmm. or whatever, and he's just like talking about the paint. Oh, dogs looking this way, looking that way. It's a great painting, huh? Blah blah blah. It's just he's just so fluid, yeah. it's just so funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to recall like the funniest moment. I don't know if I can't recall anything, but I I'd have to say Tommy is perhaps the most interesting because like you just don't know what he's gonna do. You don't know if he's gonna tell right. a joke or shoot you. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so he likes down to. <laughs> I mean, look what he after they shoot stacks. He's like, "Yo, get take that coffee to go." Let's go. And then he's like, yeah. "Carbone is okay, like grabbing it." Right he's there. like, "He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Put that damn shit back. We're getting yeah. out of here." Because <laughs> he was taking like the tea yeah. kettle or whatever. I was so sucked coffee in the pot. story that yeah, I was so sucked in the story. I'm like, I thought I was like, yeah, take the coffee, you know. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I would say that's a funny. That's probably one of the funny parts right there. Yeah, it's oh, pretty man. funny. There's Makes me think moments. of Clemenza. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, yeah, we're pretty much almost like, yeah, we, we've touched a little bit upon the end of the movie, but, you know, I think we've talked a lot, a lot of good things. Are there any things you guys didn't like? Uh, is there anything you guys didn't like about this film? Quiet. I, I No, I liked it. I, yeah. I really like it because yeah. I, I, well, I don't know about you guys, but growing up in the city, there were some situations that that were real to me. I mean, too real a little bit too much mm-hmm. um in my younger days i didn't always hang out with the right crowd you know mm-hmm. but I, I i learned to to stay away from that i was kind of sort of accidentally in some situations that like holy shit yeah this is real life this is true i i, I knew some guys like this mm-hmm. uh not that committed any murders or anything like that but just were trying to live that lifestyle like man you're stupid yeah. Stay away from these guys, you know. Yeah. Um, so the, the the fact that right in the beginning, you know, this is a true story. Right. And yeah. I, I, I yeah. could see it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I forget I, that I enjoyed, it's a true story. Yeah. I enjoyed it because it was so real to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, you I know, I, mean, I hate this fucker. It's a real person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, it's though. a real yeah, person. You're right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, even in the movie, he makes um, he makes uh, kind of notice about how this was before uh, S- Sammy the Bull went to war with the Gambino family or something like that. He says something like that is known, right? That happened, like in real, you know, history, yeah. historical yeah. Uh, mafia life, and like, I guess it it is true. Like, there, it's kind of hard to say. There's like things that you hate about the film because it's based on a true story so mm-hmm. it's more like do you hate that that happened or is that really accurately what happened maybe yeah no it's i think really, it's just it's just really more it yeah down. it's just more about like you know um, the way it was shot that kind of stuff yeah like if maybe there was something about maybe you didn't like the way that maybe a certain character wasn't involved as much because i mean there's a big crew but you don't really get yeah. to know a lot of them and the folk the story tends to be focused more about jimmy tommy Henry, Pauly, you know, and then everybody else gets whacked. <laughs> so I was just wondering if, if anyone, hey, it would have been cool to see like, you know, uh, you know, some of these other guys, you know, Frankie, Sonny Bonds, you know, Frenchie, like all these other guys, you know, kind of like play out a little bit more. I was just curious if anyone, you know, because if not, I mean, it's almost like saying, is this a, is this a, not a perfect film? But it's a it's a pretty top tier film, you know, so are there, it's a good, against it's it. a tight story. It's a tight story. Yeah. yeah, that's that's close to perfect film. Yeah, it's really close. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. it's like um, it's like I always make that correlation of can you see this as a play? You could totally see Goodfellas as a play. Even like the scene where you know Henry's breaking the fourth wall, you could see someone up on stage breaking the fourth wall, talking to the crowd, narrating the story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe in that situation, you might be able to say like, oh, you know, I liked the way this guy played Sonny, or the way the guy this guy played Tommy, or the way the guy you know played Jimmy. Yeah, um, in a play, you could see that, but it's a, it's a pretty tight story. It's pretty cohesive, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The way it was yeah. shot, the, definitely. The artwork done by Scorsese, dude, in the film is pretty. 
you know, it's memorable. It's, it's part of cinematic history. For you sure. mean like he Scorsese painted that dog picture? <laughs> <laughs> Probably That's an original that Scorsese. <laughs> that, was, that was his real mom in the movie that played uh, yeah. that played Tommy's it? mom. Yeah. Yeah. She was funny to me too. Why don't you settle down and get a nice girl? <laughs> yeah. Just like Henry. Look at him. Yeah. Hey, how you doing, cool. Henry? You ever notice he says Henry? Yeah. He him? Yeah. Henry. Oh, that's so funny. What'd yeah. you guys think of the last scene? Like the final scene. This is after he gets out of the courtroom and you he sees like he's talking about suburban life and then you I think he's full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck you order egg noodles and ketchup from? <laughs> i've never seen that on a menu uh-huh. uh, it's a fucking yeah. lie yeah uh, i think i think it's a substitute it discredits yeah, the I... whole fucking film yeah. <laughs> it's a goddamn lie there you go that's the one criticism he doesn't believe that he got it, uh, noodles and ketchup I, uh-huh. I think it's just he's just trying to show like in his mind growing up in this yeah. he thought like being in the mafia meant he was above every he, lived, he had like this above average life is above average lifestyle and now at the very end he's just some schmuck mm-hmm. you know who's mm-hmm. you know getting the newspaper in the morning in some suburban house in kansas or wherever the hell he's at so yeah. um i think it's just trying to show like how he goes from like what he feels like is like sky high to like just back down to earth yeah, so now it's just, but- like, just standard plain plain life now you know stale yeah. you're, you're right about yeah. that that's that's what he's trying to convey but everyone who's watching the movie knows he he can't keep that lifestyle. Got to go back to mm. what he used to be because that's the only way he knows how to live. And he did. Mm. Yeah, he, he said did. It in yeah. the end credits, he got busted again. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's like a firework, dude. Like literally, it's like when it goes up, it shoots up to the sky so high, and then it explodes, right? And it's pretty. That's like the that's like the glamour like the glamorization of like mafia lifestyle drug lifestyle like if you're in that lifestyle you're like it but it it's also shows you that it flames out quick right like who knows how long he was at the top and then right away at what point you know he started facing the consequences of you know the decisions you make but even when he goes back when he goes back to Pauly and he says you know i I gotta turn my back on you yeah and he he walks out and he says something like $3,200 $3,200 for, for a lifetime of servitude or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, let man. me live, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Wait, what'd you yeah. say, Scott? He let him live, but $32 yeah. ain't enough. Yeah. That's that whole entitlement shit from yeah, being raised in that. Exactly. I was going to say that just kind of exemplifies where like Henry wanted to be in the mob his entire life. But it's almost like because he, th- oh, it is because he saw the power, he saw the prestige, mm-hmm. and he kind of saw like an escape from consequence. Like earlier, mm-hmm. we talked about when he gets busted when he's a kid with the cigarettes. He's like, no, no, it's cool, it's cool. It's like, I'm not going to suffer the consequence when he's running around cheating on Karen. Like, no, I, I don't understand. There's no consequence to me doing this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's lying to Polly. It's kind of like, there's not going to be any real consequence here. And now he's, which is funny because all these people are dying around him all the time. And, he, and then him to be like pissed off at Polly for giving him $3,200. It's like, he could have killed you. Yeah. You know, yeah. And like you said, yeah. it's the kind of idle whole kind of mentality. Yeah. yeah. And he's not shit in that family. He's just like a fucking Goomba type, you know? Yeah. 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 He's a side side guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like like you said, a soldier, man. He's part yeah, of a crew f- for a soldier of another family. He ain't shit. Yeah. Exactly. Oversteps the bounds by selling cocaine. That's why it was all he's like him and Jimmy, right? Together. Because mm-hmm. Jimmy was also Irish and they couldn't be in the family. So, right. Yeah. Right. 
they, well, they couldn't be made. Yeah, which was, was kind of leading, yeah, leading to that, uh, you know, Jim, not Jimmy, but uh, Tommy getting made, and yeah. how he described it as like Jimmy felt like he was getting made. So, like, yeah. they thought they were going to be well, like, he, underneath he, Tommy. The prosperity of being made would spread to the rest of them automatically. Exactly. Yeah. 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 All right. So, what what do you guys is uh, for you? What's the most memorable line in that movie? Oh, that's a good question. Most memorable mm-hmm. line. Funny how. <laughs> Funny how. <laughs> Funny how. Right what at the start, yours? that joke where he goes, uh, "I thought I told you to go fuck yourself." For the second. <laughs> oh time. yeah, that's right. That's a funny ass story he's telling, and that's when he yeah, breaks the, the bottle over his head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mine is the um, you know as far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Mm, that's yeah. just mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, super yeah. memorable line. I'd it's have to like say, a... to say my my favorite line or memorable, most memorable line is like this is when uh, Henry's about to meet Jimmy at the diner, and he talks about the fact he's like, you know, the people who, the people who are gonna pretty much end your life are like they're not like your enemies; they're like your friends, the guys who smile at you mm. and stuff. That was like really memorable, you know, because because uh, earlier he talks about how like what a good fella is. Hey, you can trust yeah. that guy, you know, he's a good guy type of thing. And then all of a sudden he kind of it's like the, the opposite. Yeah. So he's a good fella. He's a good fella. Uh, I'd Kyle say, Edward? yeah, I'd say probably most memorable. I mean, there's some good ones. I guess the, the, at the end when he's outside his house and he goes, he says something. I'm a, I'm, I'm just a no. Now I'm just a nobody. Uh, living a life like a schmuck or something like that. I forget the exact words, but something Schmuck. like that. Where basically he goes through all that. He goes through all that. And he's just a normal guy now. You know all that for this. Yeah, free house. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. How about this last question? Um, <clears throat> how many of you guys would have liked to be in that uh, wedding and get all those envelopes? <laughs> mm. <laughs> this is Pete. This is Peter. Paul. This is Paul. This is Paul. This is Paul. Maria. Marie. 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 Yeah, Yeah, always Marie. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the whole. uh, I think that's a mafia thing, though. I don't think that's necessarily an Italian wedding tradition Mm -hmm. where everybody gets a fat fucking envelope of money. Hmm. Karen. Karen was like, "Where's the bag? Where's the bag with the envelopes?" Yeah. You don't. You don't have to worry. Nobody's gonna steal that. Stolen here. Yeah. Yeah. Not you here. Think? They'll hit us in the car on the way home, but yeah. Not here. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that's probably more apt. It's probably is like, a, I don't know if a mafia wedding or just yeah. a wedding portrayed in the movie, but um, pretty cool situation. Um, anyone, any guy, any final thoughts? Would you recommend it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Highly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it in your top three Oof. mobster movies? Oh, um, top five? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would say sure. at least yeah, top probably top five. Yeah, I don't I really had, like had, mafia movies. I had my no? son watch it. How old is he? Uh, seventeen. He he was seventeen last year when he first saw it. Okay, he liked. Did he like it? Yeah, he he actually enjoyed it, and I'm yeah. like, wow. I I ha- kind of half expected him to not get it, you know, mm-hmm. completely, and say ah that was boring or whatever. No, but he's like, wow, that was good. Like, mm-hmm. all right, yeah. Nice. And then Scott, you so mentioned that, you don't you don't really like mafia movies. No, my mom's family doesn't really like these in general. Hmm. Because my grandpa was, you know, his whole family's nothing like that. They never wanted to be involved in that shit. He was a marine and he worked at the fucking post office and stuff, and they don't 
they don't like the way their people are portrayed. You know, uh, like I'm sure. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Love the Godfather movies, though. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. Is, it, is the Godfather the more respectable respectable of the movies? Yeah. Yeah. I I, we all love the second one because of the flashback scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a different type of film. But yeah, I can see that. Okay. Cool. Um, you guys got guesses on body count? Holy gosh. Hmm. 13. That's actually a pretty good number there. Yeah. yeah. 21. 17. Uh, I'm going to say 17. 17. Oh, man. I'm in a tough spot. I'm going to say uh, 15. All right. Uh, it's 11. So I think Scott's Ooh, the closest. With 13. Wow. 11. Yeah, not that many. Not that many. Yeah. Not not as many as some of our other films, but uh, yeah, that's because Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't in this one. That's why uh, <laughs> Schwarzenegger and Goodfellas. Oh my god, has he done anything like that? Uh, I don't or, like he's against the mob or any shit like that. Raw mm. Deal, I think Raw Deal. That's like one of his very first movies, I think. Really? Oh man, yeah, that might be it. That might okay. be his first one of his first movies, I think, after Conan. Um, but anyways, I mob. digress. Yeah, he goes against the mob. Um, so some interesting facts. Um, according to Martin Scorsese, Marlon Brando tried to persuade him not to make Goodfellas. Really? He thought Scorsese would be just repeating his work done in Mean Streets. But anyways, Scorsese uh, still made it, and everyone in the crew believed that Goodfellas was a fresh and funny take on the gangster genre. Wow. Funny? Yeah. Wow. Funny, funny how? It's kind of funny. Funny how. <laughs> funny how. <laughs> yeah. Don't ask. <laughs> uh, and um yeah the line the as far back as i can remember i always wanted to be a gangster is number 20 in the most memorable lines of all time of the 100 greatest movie lines wow uh, wow that's pretty awesome yeah it's on that list um another interesting fact uh martin scorsese wanted al pacino uh to play the role of jimmy conway but pacino uh, feared he was being typecasted as a gangster. Ironically, the same year he did Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy, where he played an even more stereotypical gangster. Oh, <laughs> and uh, Pacino, yeah, <laughs> big boy. Pacino uh, admits that he regrets that decision. Mm. Yeah, they all do on the Dick Tracy team. <laughs> oh, uh, some of the other actors um, who wanted to play the part of. Uh, Jimmy was, you know, John Malkovich, uh, you know, Sean Penn, Tom Cruise was considered to play the part of Henry Hill. I don't know really? how that would have worked out. Ah. Yeah. No, and, uh, no, 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 yeah. <laughs> no. Alec Baldwin, I think, could have been a pretty good Henry Hill. He also was up for yeah. the part. I could see that. So, yeah. yeah, Alec Baldwin back in the day, yeah. And um, so the, the was... actual... Go ahead, Scott. I was just going to say when he was really on coke. <laughs> yeah. Dang, TMZ. Do, do, do. Uh, <laughs> Alec Baldwin, the sh- Shadow Baldwin. <laughs> Is that? Um, I thought that was William who did the Shadow. No, nah, it was Alec. Yeah, sure Alex, uh, yeah, pretty sure. Hundred percent. Yeah, pretty sure. Ninety-eight. Ninety-eight percent. Yeah, we covered that in our two uh, thousands. No, oh. the two thousands or nineties comic book movies. I think me and Raul covered something that. like that. Yeah. Yeah, oh. the Shadow. Um. So another interesting fact, Joe Pesci used to work in a restaurant uh, when he was young and he once told the mobster that he was funny and it made the mobster very angry. So he told this incident to Scorsese and he allowed him to reenact the event with Ray Liotta. 
and that resulted in the memorable "You Think I'm Funny" scene. Wow, that's pretty oh. awesome. Yeah, I, I, I could okay. see that happening in real life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, Robert De Niro. Another interesting fact: he was offered the role of uh, both Jimmy Conway and Tommy DeVito. Did mm-hmm. anybody know Tommy's last name was DeVito? No, did not. No. And Danny DeVito is Tommy. Anyone? Anyone? No. Fuck that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been uh, even shorter. Okay. <laughs> and my last, <laughs> my last interesting fact, and this one is for Raul. I saved it. Uh oh. Last. Oh, I think it I was Tim Burton. Tim Burton destroyed it. <laughs> Ray Liotta turned down the role of Harvey Dent in Tim Burton's Batman, and instead chose to work on Goodfellas. Oh. Good for him. Congratulations. <laughs> That's interesting. That is really interesting. Yeah, so, they so he would he would have been Two Face. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, no, he would have just been Harvey Dent because instead they know, got Billy D. Williams to do yeah, it. Billy D. Williams. <laughs> that was <laughs> fucked up. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll say something else. That's an interesting fact. Back in the day, there was a uh, a magazine that was comic book related called Wizard. I don't know if any of you guys mm-hmm. ever saw Wizard, Wizard yeah. magazine. Yeah. And when when um, the the first Batman film, okay, uh, was rumored, you know, they were going to make a live action Batman film, blah blah blah. This they didn't even have a director yet. They approached Ray Liotta for the Joker part. Really? That's that's what I remember reading. That's the article Mm. I remember reading, and I'm like, hell yes, Ray Liotta as the Joker. That would be awesome because I had seen him in another film called um something wild yeah that's that's what got him the part in this one um, with um melanie griffith and jeff daniel yep. and ray liotta played a cycle and but it, he was great in it because when he his face would show on on the screen he was like crazy insane cycle and you know somebody was gonna die and uh, Jeff Daniel gets gets a good beating from Ray Liotta in that film. Yeah, he, well, that, he's that, just I think the scary the the producers they wanted I think they wanted Tom Cruise and Madonna to play Ooh. Henry Hill and Karen. Oh wow! Scorsese, yeah, Scorsese liked Liotta ever since he saw him in Something Wild. So nice. Yeah, yeah. he was awesome in that. Nice man. That's so I was rooting for him to be Joker, but then they they got. Uh, Burton, and then they got Nicholson, and then they got Keaton, and then the whole thing just went down the toilet. Ooh, hot take. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, I got something. This, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Scott. Did anybody notice John Kramer from Saw was Tommy's probation officer? Tobin, no, I didn't notice that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I noticed that. Yeah, when Scott, Scott uh, shot me a message about it, and I was like, um, I think when I saw it, I was like, that's a dude from Saw. Yeah. Yeah. I like that guy. And then Raul's talking about Batman. I'd like to see a Saw Batman type thing. <laughs> saw Batman. Where the Batman family's all fucking <laughs> captured in real death traps. Oh, oh man. And who, which, which was the villain that put them in these traps? Tune in next time to find out. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Uh, yeah. Serialize it. Yeah, dude. Um, all right. I got a, one last question. Not, you know, I think we covered the movie really well. Do you guys, who do you guys think's career kind of took off from this film more? Um, I mean, you got hmm. probably the main actors, obviously Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, uh, Lorraine oh, Bracco. Yeah, yeah. Lorraine Bracco played Karen. Um, Samuel Jackson. Do you guys, 
Samuel Jackson. <laughs> that, hey, dude, you can't. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, was it because of this film, though, or did it just blow? No, I don't know if it's because of this or not. I forget. I think it was because of Jurassic Park, but maybe this got him in Jurassic Park. A little screen time here. I mean, dude, think about all the I, I, it, it, his 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 career shot up when he did uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah, it did. I think you're right. That was after Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, it was after, yeah. but yeah, he was still but, he was still a, a, hey. a B a B but, actor in yeah. Jurassic Park. A bit part. People say. You know how they say uh, the Rock is like franchise steroids or whatever. Like he's he gets your um, franchise going or whatever. Like when you introduce mm. the Rock to a film, okay. supposedly that's what they were trying to say for a while. Um, but honestly, like Samuel Jackson, dude, he he's been in like Jurassic Park, Star Wars, into the Marvel films. Like you mm-hmm. name it, dude. Disney, Pixar, like he's been in everything. Like yeah. I think he legitimized that first wave of the Marvel films for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, I can see that. I mean, De Niro's career speaks for itself. I don't think it was dependent upon Goodfellas, but no, no. Um, Joe Pesci definitely working with Martin Scorsese. I think that's like kind of his, and it's his wheelhouse. Like whatever he works with him, uh, they mm-hmm. do great work together. Um, well, what did he do before this? Who did Pesci do before Goodfellas? He was in Lethal Weapon two. Uh, uh, that was after this. Two. Yeah, I think it was after. No, was Lethal Weapon 2 was actually before uh, Goodfellas. Was, was it? In? I think yeah. he was in the second one. Leo Getz? I in... I'm going to have to IMDb this. Do it. it says here, Leo Weapon 2. He was in it? Joe Pesci? Yeah. What about Home Alone? Was it before or after? After. I think he got the gig after Goodfellas to be in Home Alone. I love his character in Home Alone. You're scared of the dark too, Marv. I love that line. And you got my cousin Vinny later on too. My cousin Vinny. Yeah, my cousin Lethal Weapon Three. That's after. Mm -hmm. What did he do before this? He was in. He was in Raging Bull before this. Pornography. Did you ever see Raging Bull? I think is. It's portals. (laughs) No, I missed those. (laughs) (laughs) I think Raging Bull. I think Raging Bull is the one that kind of put him on the map. Mm. Like working with Scorsese. I think before Goodfellas. Um, easy yeah, that's, that's yeah. I'd say this probably gave Pesci a little bit of a bump based on his IMDb page here. Um, I think once upon time in America bumped him up a little bit, and then yeah, probably Ray Liotta probably got a nice little bump too after it. I think De Niro was already cemented; he was already Hollywood yeah. by the time this movie came around. Hmm. Was Pesci one of the Hobbits? <laughs> <laughs> Hobbit? <laughs> no. He wasn't in the Hobbit. I, don't no, think he was a Hobbit. I can't imagine Joe Pesci being a Hobbit. Well, I, mean, I can. Funny as shit. Well, I mean, I, I oh can, but not with his voice. <laughs> oh, Somebody say a line. I want to hear a line of Joe Pesci's voice. Oh man, I don't know. I, I can't take do this it. ring to Mordor. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really good. <laughs> that's that's my Joe Pesci the Hobbit. I like it. I like it. Boil him. Smash him. Cook him in a stew. <laughs> you know what not for nothing there's a really funny movie with joe pesci where he plays a hitman i think it's called eight heads in a duffel bag yes that, yes that one's pretty hilarious that is a good movie it. i've That's not seen movie. that one yeah nice um but yeah man, I, I mean i think for the bit actor part and probably more like kind of blew up definitely i would i think scott called it with sam jackson man hmm. yeah well, he definitely blew up after this movie. I don't know if it's from this movie, but yeah, for sure. Yeah, his career yeah. arc after this was like freaking rocket ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
And he did some uh, fucked up ones too. Yeah. You ever see that one with him and the dude that played General Zod? No. No. That one. Don't even look for it. Doing you a favor. Don't even look for it. With Michael Shannon? Yeah. No. Well, I know he's a big uh, uh, comic book fan, and he Is like, he? I, yeah, he 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 asked, I think, to be like in uh, Star Wars and stuff, and they made a role for well, him. As far I as think, I, you know, as far as I know. I know in a couple of weeks we're gonna do a coming to America episode, so definitely uh, Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson has a part in there, so nice. Um, but dudes, I think this was awesome. I think we we went really deep into Goodfellas, covered every aspect of it pretty well. I think. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And and I think uh, the next mafia series will probably be moving away from the uh, stereotypical uh, Italian crime family. Maybe we'll oh, tackle Easter Eastern promises. Uh, oh, check, check that, that out. out. Going across the waters. Yeah, there's <laughs> different mafias and different elements. Like, uh, even That's I was dumb. even thinking about um, American Me, you know, how it's like the Mexican mafia. That's something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, right. Yeah. It's been a while since so, I've seen that one. Is that better than Blood In, Blood Out? Oh, man. Definitely doing a Blood In, Blood Out episode. I'll tell you that right now. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's technically mafia. I guess it could be, but it is. It's organized crime, too. Yeah, it's, it's definitely organized crime. crime. Yeah. So. And on that note, we never mentioned Narcos Mexico last time. No. When we were talking yeah, about that's TV a and shit. TV show. Yeah, we need to cover that, dude. That's a good okay. show. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Gotta oh, see it. What? It's excellent. Uh, excellent. All the Narcos it, are good. The Narcos are good. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Guys, this was awesome again. And, uh, yeah, good time. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, definitely. Good insight. Cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. There we go. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of the Goodfellas episode, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Noah 15 Allcast and for checking out this uh, third part in the organized crime slash mafia slash crazy crime series. So, yeah. Thanks again for listening. Uh, tune in next time for another show, another episode of the Noah 15 Allcast. Until then, this is uh, 7C signing off saying peace out. And God bless.